With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. Masks are no longer mandatory everywhere at HSA. The Health Services Authority says it has updated COVID-19 patient and general visitation policies on the recommendation of the island's COVID-19 task force. While you will need to wear a mask around patients with suspected or documented risk of COVID-19 infection, it is no longer required to wear a mask at HSA, with the exception of the following. Dialysis, oncology, ICU, CCU, NICU, and operating theaters. Patients or visitors presenting with COVID-19 or flu-like symptoms will be asked to wear a mask. People are also now allowed to visit COVID-19 patients. However, they will be masked, and there are some limitations and guidelines, such as the number of visitors that can come at the same time, etc. You can see the full policy online at hsa.ky. The Red Ensign Group Conference got underway this morning in Cayman, bringing representatives of maritime administrations together to discuss a variety of issues, from supporting innovation and greener shipping to development and expansion of blue economies. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin has more. Her Excellency Governor Jane Owen attended today's opening ceremony along with Premier the Honorable Wayne Panton and Minister for Financial Services and Commerce, the Honorable Andre Ebanks. The conference oversees and upholds maritime safety standards across 13 British maritime administrations. The goal is to discuss best practices and identify ways to continually improve performance of the British registers internationally. As Minister with Responsibility for the Maritime Authority of the Cayman Islands, Mr. Ebanks says it's an honor to be hosting the conference. The Cayman Islands is proud to be among the membership of the Red Enzyme Group as the conference addresses important environmental, cost, and safety issues affecting the maritime sector internationally. As a shipping jurisdiction with a long, proud maritime history and a strong marine heritage, we are keen to support and uphold the highest global standards while also expanding our own maritime industry and shipping registry. Conference co-chair Joel Walton, chief executive officer of the Maritime Authority of the Cayman Islands, says it is a delight to be hosting this event in what is already a very special year for the Maritime Authority as it marks 120 years of ship registration here. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. Member of Parliament for Red Bay, Sir Alden McLaughlin, headed to the UK this week along with House Speaker the Honourable Catherine Ebanks Wilkes. Sir Alden is expected to present on democracy and disaster during a three day Commonwealth Parliamentary Association disaster risk management workshop. The former Premier is expected to share his experience on the subject gained from the aftermath of Hurricane Ivan and the COVID 19 pandemic. The session will consider maintaining democratic processes during disasters. In including how democratic principles apply to disaster management. It will also highlight examples that show how democratic processes have been impacted during disasters. The workshop wraps up on the 27th of May. On Monday, the Ministry of District Administration and Lands began the initial clearing for the roads in the East End Affordable Land Lot Pilot Program. This phase of the project is expected to take a few days and will be followed by base preparation of the roads. The Member of Parliament for East End says in a Facebook post that once the road is cleared and survey markers installed, the National Roads Authority will complete the roadworks while surveying each of the individual lots will be undertaken at the same time. Once the process is complete, quote, it will allow the relevant authorities to do the necessary works in relation to the new senior citizens' residents. 
After concerns raised online today, the Department of Environment issued a brief statement this evening. It says the DOE is aware of reports circulating on social media related to a cruise ship allegedly anchored outside of the designated anchorage area. DOE says it contacted the Port Authority, who is responsible for assigning anchorage points to ships in port, and they have confirmed that the cruise ship is within the anchorage zone. Conservation officers from the DOE were also deployed and have confirmed the ship is anchored in the sand and not within the marine protected area. Local animal welfare officers are being threatened for doing their jobs. The Department of Agriculture says it has gotten numerous threats to cause harm and injury as a result of the performance of their duties. Under the law, animal welfare officers have the power to enforce animal welfare and to investigate and prosecute offenders for animal cruelty offenses with the same rights and immunities as RCIPS constables. Speaking of the DOA, a new program is rolling out for farmers and the Department of Agriculture is hosting a meeting this week to help spread the word. CIGTV's Donna Bush has more. Well, important information will be shared at a session on the Farmers Identification and Registration Program this week for those in the agriculture sector. This, as the Ministry of Agriculture starts to roll out a national livestock identification and tracking system as part of its efforts to modernize the agriculture sector. Now, the aim is to enhance animal, animal identification and disease surveillance, assist with the procurement and apply a supply of feed and other resources based on livestock population data, as well as to monitor genetic and breed variations within the Cayman Islands. At present, the system tracks imported livestock and includes information on identity, ownership, and geographic location. Now, all information is stored electronically under the control of the Department of Agriculture's Veterinary Division. The Ministry for Agriculture is inviting all commercial and non-commercial farmers, backyard farmers, registered and non-registered agricultural producers, and any person with an interest in the agricultural sector to uh, attend the session that starts at 7 p.m. this Thursday, the 25th, at the Stacy Waltler Pavilion and Agriculture Grounds in Lower Valley. Now, representatives from three organizations collaborated to develop the new criteria for the identification and registration of agricultural producers here in the Cayman Islands. The information session will outline the reason for the new program as well as the criteria and benefits for agriculture producers. Now, those who would like to attend are encouraged to RSVP by emailing ministrypahi at gov.ky. Again, that's P-A-H-I at gov.ky. Also, questions can be sent to the same email address. Cayman's cultural heroes will be honored for their contribution to the country's arts legacy at the 2023 National Arts and Culture Awards. The National Arts and Culture Awards are given to those who have made a significant contribution to arts and culture, or achieved a high-quality body of creative work. CNCF Director of Programs Melanie McField tells Radio Cayman the honorees will be presented with their awards at a formal ceremony in the Harkwell Theatre. Cultural and heritage organizations, as well as the general public, were asked to submit nominations in the lead-up to the event in four categories, which are Heritage Cross, Star for Creativity in the Arts, Special Projects, and Volunteer of the Year. Ms. McField says this year the committee and CNCF leadership extended a single visionary award, the recipient, Swanky Kitchen Band. As we all know, they are dedicated to preserving traditional Cayman Islands kitchen dance music while keeping it fresh for a new generation. Swanky Kitchen Band has been the cultural flag bearer for the Cayman Islands since 2003. And they will be performing this Thursday, 25th of May, at the National Arts and Culture 
awards ceremony. It all starts at 7.30 p.m. with a welcome reception beforehand for attendees. The Astronomical Society invites you to stargaze at Seven Mile Beach tomorrow from 7.30 to 9 p.m. at the grassy area near the playground. Club President Tyan Miller. There will be wonderful views of the thin crescent moon as is joined by Mars and the amazing beehive cluster of stars. The planet Venus will also be brilliant in the sky as well as a whole host of interesting constellations. You can find out more at the Astronomical Society's Facebook page. That is your latest local news. I'm April Cummings.